Welcome to Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is June 22nd, and our reading comes from Acts chapter 14. Beginning in verse 8, it says, Paul and Barnabas, they're going into the synagogue, and they come upon this man who's crippled. He's been crippled from birth, and he's sitting there listening to Paul preach. And Paul begins to realize that this man has faith. In verse 10, he says, stand up. He says it in a loud voice in front of everybody. Immediately, the man jumps up. He's healed. He can walk. And the crowd is amazed. Well, in verse 12, it says they decided that Paul and Barnabas, that they were Greek gods. And they began trying to worship them. Well, watch this. Verse 15, the apostles say, no, we are merely human beings. We are just like you. Well, then later on in verse 19, it says this same crowd, they're ready to stone Paul and Barnabas. They dragged them out of town thinking that they were dead. Verse 22, they continued to encourage the believers to stay strong in the faith. And remember, they must suffer many hardships in order to enter the kingdom of God. Okay, several ideas here I want to touch on. First of all, this miracle happens... And the temptation of the crowd is to give Paul credit for the miracle. Now, listen, this happens all the time in the world today, not just in America, but around the world. When a miracle happens, our tendency is to give credit to the man who we think is responsible for the miracle. Listen, God is responsible for every miracle. Only God can break the laws of nature. We are simply men. And we just have to remember this. In American Christianity, if you pray for somebody and they get healed, man, the enemy will immediately, the devil immediately try to convince you that you're super spiritual. You've got something special that other people don't have, and you can get puffed up. And we have to be real careful about that. When God gives us a prophetic word, we don't get puffed up. If we're a good preacher, that we don't get puffed up. That we're a great leader, that we don't get puffed up. In American church culture, I think we're really, really, really susceptible to this, and we just have to be careful. If God chooses to work in our lives and to work in our lives to be a blessing, to help somebody else in some way, it's not because we're great, it's because God is great. And if people begin to try to put you on a pedestal, if people begin to worship you, if people begin to treat you as if you're a spiritual superstar, we would do well to dial that back, to remind them, no, I'm just a man like you. You know, through the years, Definition has been a pretty successful church. And sometimes people kind of act like, I'm super spiritual, and what everybody needs to know is I'm just an ordinary man like you. And all of us have the Spirit of God living in us. All of us can live our life in God's presence. All of us can be used by God, anointed by God. All of us are gifted by God, and God has given us all this 
to help other people. So that's not just true for pastors. That's true for all of us. God wants to work in and through you to be a blessing to our world. And so when that happens, we've got to be careful that we don't become prideful. Why? You remember what Peter said? God resists the proud. He gives grace to the humble. Now, one of the things that's interesting about this story is on one moment, on one hand, they want to lift Paul and Barnabas up, put them on a pedestal. And then the very next moment, they literally tried to stone them to death. And the idea that I think is just so important for us to understand is if we allow people to put us on a pedestal, it's only a matter of time before we let them down, before we fail to come through for them, before we do what they expect of us. And when we fail to do what they expect, when we fail to come through, guess what? They'll put you on that pedestal and they'll be glad to knock you down. And that's exactly what happened with Paul and Barnabas. And then Paul just reminds these believers, listen, we must suffer if we're going to enter the kingdom of God. And and I just love that about Paul. Paul gets this. In fact, he says in 2 Corinthians 12, you remember he says, because of the, the great background I had and because of the revelation that God gave me, I was caught up into the third heaven. I saw some things that I can't even talk about. He said, because of all of that, there was given to me a thorn in my flesh to humble me, to keep me from being puffed up. And what Paul is saying here in our reading for today is that sometimes God allows us to suffer in order to guard our pride so we don't get puffed up and end up creating a mess in our lives. Let's stay humble and remember, listen, we're just ordinary men and women. And the the truth is, God is great. We're ordinary, God is great, right? And if we keep that perspective, then when God begins moving in us and through us, then we will point people to Jesus rather than making the mistake of Satan. And listen, this is this is what's beneath all of this pride, right? Satan wanted to steal glory for himself. And if we're not careful, when God begins working in us and through us, we'll begin to steal God's glory and allow people to elevate us. So let's guard our hearts and keep pointing people to Jesus and make sure, listen, I'm an ordinary man. I'm an ordinary woman just like you. And if God can work in me, if God can change me, if God can use me, then he can certainly do that with you. Let's keep Jesus on the throne of our hearts, King of the universe. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, I'm so grateful for every person, listen, their desire to live in your presence. That's why we're beginning our day every day with you and learning to live in your presence. And if we live in your presence, you're going to do a new and a fresh, a supernatural work in our hearts that not only affects us, but it affects the people that we know and love. And people begin to see the work of God in us. And Lord, I pray that in those moments, you'd help us to guard our humility, to humble ourselves, and to trust you to exalt us if that benefits you in your kingdom, and to do it in due time. Help us to remember, you resist the proud, 
but give grace to the humble. And God, we all need your grace. So Lord, I invite you, Holy Spirit, we invite you to produce humility in our hearts. God, help us to remember every day, this is about you and it's what you're doing in us. It's not about our greatness, it's about your greatness. It's not our power, it's your power. It's not our fame, it's your fame. God, we are living for your glory, just like John the Baptist said. You must increase, we must decrease. God, use our life to point people to Jesus, to bring him glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, thanks again for being with me today. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.